Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1178, air date March 5th, 2023. Anyone have a question? Yeah, Muhammad, you're in Northern Sudan, right? That's correct. That's correct, Dr. Shiva. How are you, sir? Good? Good. Go ahead. I just have a question regarding 15 minutes a city concept. <clears throat> I'm just curious, what are your thoughts on what's currently happening in many cities around the world? Specifically recently, you know, the Oxford protest is all over the news and it started around two months back. And after the protest started, you know, the local council in Oxford, they changed the name from 15 minutes city. Now they're calling it traffic filters. So I just want to know what are your thoughts about this? 15 yeah, minute these, are, these, are these, 15, these are these 15 minute cities, right? What are they? The 15 minute? Is that what you're talking about? Yes, yes, that's correct. They want to like reduce the environment but what they're doing is while restricting people's movement and having everything available within a 15 minutes walk what they have done in Oxford is they have given people with their cars 100 times per year to be able to go from one zone to the next so basically if they exceed 100 times within Oxford city itself to move from one district to another they have to go and get special permission to be able to leave their own district using a car they have to use a bicycle or walk or run or whatever. So I just wanted to know what are your thoughts on such things in terms of freedom, in terms of systems perspective. They said because they want to reduce the environment. So it is related somehow to that agenda 2030 and all these things. So we just wanted to... Yeah, so the way they tested this first, Kamal, was there's a... I also want to let people know that we invite everyone to come to an orientation. Every Thursdays at 11 a.m. and 8 p.m. I host an open house. Lots of great people show up. You have a lot of chance to meet people from all over the world. Every Thursdays, we do a open house. Anyone's invited. You can just RSVP at vashiva.com slash orientation. We have people all over the world come in and we discuss how we actually build a movement to end the nonsense that's going on. If you think, oh my God, the world's going to hell. I'm so confused. You'll get very inspired at seeing there's a lot of people who are coming to our movement for truth, freedom, and help. Please join us there. MIT had set up this alliance with Singapore. The Singapore government had given MIT like, I think a couple hundred million dollars to actually set up like an MIT in Singapore. So I, as a grad student had to go there as a part of my research fellowship to teach a course there. But if you go into Singapore, it's a small island. They're trying to be the Switzerland of Asia Pacific. But if you have a car, all cars have a special meter on them that right when you go into within a, I think a one to two mile radius of the town center, you're charged a very exorbitant fee, okay? Because they don't want people bringing their cars in. So what's happened is that a lot of these things were tested in places like this. And they're just moving this into inner cities. Now, the claim is that they're doing this because they want to save carbon, right? Emissions, etc. But one of the interesting things that you see happening is, I think I mentioned this, there was a company which just got $2 billion in funding, a small, very small startup. And what that company is doing is they are going to link carbon credits with digital currency, all right? So once you have everything be digital currency and it's in centralized banks and you have it running on digital devices and your car is a digital device, you'll have complete control, right? of everything. So that's where this is ultimately heading towards. I was on a call with a guy about a couple of weeks ago, and the way they track carbon credits is quite interesting. There's actually no standard. It's all very random. So if you search, what is a carbon credit? A carbon credit is one metric ton of carbon, okay? So what they're doing right now is, according to the Paris Accords, after 2030, countries will have to buy carbon credits to offset their carbon output, okay? So how do they calculate carbon credits? 
And if you type this in, there's no one way. It's all over the map. In fact, there's no standard at all. So if I'm living in my house and I use oil heat and someone is going to calculate how much carbon credits I'm putting out, right? If you're driving in your car, someone will calculate how many carbon credits you're putting out, right? How much carbon. And then ultimately every one of us where this is going, you as a human being, they will track how much carbon you're putting out. And then ultimately for you, they will have a carbon tax. So if you put out five metric tons of carbon per year, you, your home, your household, your business, you will have to buy five carbon credits, you say, to offset that. All right, that's where this is going. And the goal is countries are going to be taxed. Cities will be taxed, okay? So let's say the Oxford city, they will track what is the total carbon credits for it, okay? And carbon credits are going to be exchanged. There are people who are buying hundreds of thousands of tracts of farmland, which have trees, right? And then they are going to get a positive carbon credit that they can trade with others, okay? So the goal is they want to track a human being's energy output based on some number called the carbon credit. And then you will have to offset your carbon credit or you're going to have to pay a tax. Part of paying that tax is they restrict your motion like you're talking about, okay? And it'll be ultimately connected to digital currency. So once everything becomes digital currency and as a carbon tax, you can have negative interest rates. What does negative interest rates mean? It means if you are not doing a certain behavior, you will be charged. It, your money's in the bank, but your money will go down because you didn't do a certain behavior. You follow? Yeah. Is it like something like social credit score, something similar? Yeah, to but that? it's yeah, it's like that, but it's basically an interest rate. So today you put your money into the bank, physical money, $100, and you get 5% interest, you get $10.50. But imagine Imagine if you didn't do something properly, that $10 could become $9.50 or $8. You keep dwindling it, okay? So once they have that infrastructure in place, an individual is in a database, your individual use of carbon is in a database, and then it's linked to digital currency. And that's game, set, match, right? Because everything is now, you are basically a little element on a global map, right? You're basically, you become a robot. You're a carbon-based robot, okay? Your behavior can be manipulated and controlled. And that's where, that's ultimately these cities that they're doing are really prototypes, Muhammad, to learn how to actually execute on this big. That's what they're going after. Now in like England, they're running a beta test. <laughs> they're learning a beta test. And England doesn't have the first amendment. So no one will say anything. They're beta testing this in Ghana or Nigeria where they're limiting how much money people can take out of the bank, okay? So they're doing it two ways, one with carbon and then they're gonna also do it with currency and then they'll fuse both of them together. That's what I think is gonna happen. The digital monetary system will be merged with the carbon credits. Okay. Can people do something about it? I'm just curious. Like in Oxford, there are huge protests, but I'm just curious. Maybe there isn't enough time over here to discuss this, but- I, I, I think the first thing is to have this discussion and to recognize why this is screwed up because this means that they will be tracking people who are trying to build bottoms up movements. So you can essentially control human behavior at a unit level, at an individual level. So we have, that's why we have to grow our movement. It's the only way. There's no other way out of this. You have to grow the movement and then you can defy. But without a movement, all of this just becomes, there's no hope. You see what I'm saying? So you have to build a movement. Let me give you what a movement looks like. A movement is, imagine, imagine all the network engineers united. Imagine if all truly, right? 
right? All the electricians united. What are they going to do? You can't do much then. If the electricians unite and say, we're not going to serve you. We're not going to run your networks. Ultimately, labor is power, Muhammad. So they're making everyone feel, ooh, we can't do anything. Ooh, they're so powerful. But the solution is right in front of us. We were just on this call today. How many people work for a living? You have people who are taking care of other people. You have people who are making prosthetics. You have people who are running local shops. What's happened is those in power have made things so complicated to forget the power of labor, true power of human labor. And labor needs to be organized, not top down, which is what the unions are, but bottoms up. Otherwise, there is no power. Does that make sense? It's one yeah, thing yeah, students collectively, protesting. Collectively, collectively yeah, like, people have to agree on what I'm saying direction. If you look at how many people know how a firewall works, how many people know how a router works? Very few people. There's They're called network engineers. If all the network engineers of at least majority of them organized, you could just shut down the entire system. What about if the air traffic controllers organize? This is why Reagan broke the back of the air traffic controllers. Ultimately, we have to organize labor for a bottoms up movement. And so they want people to be disorganized. They want people to feel desperate. They want everything to be top down, to have these false leaders so we don't organize bottoms up movements. It's that simple. And whenever people have organized bottoms up movements, change occurred like that, literally. So they don't want people to organize bottoms up movements. Does that make sense? It does, it does, yeah. Quite it's clear. the only, Thanks. there is no other solution. It's like in health, all disease is one disease. It's nutrition, okay? All disease comes down to what you put in your mouth. Every Thursdays at 11 a.m. and 8 p.m., I host an open house. Lots of great people show up. You have a lot of chance to meet people from all over the world. Every Thursdays, we do a open house. Anyone's invited. You can just RSVP at vashiva.com slash orientation. We have people all over the world come in and we discuss how we actually build a movement to end the nonsense that's going on. If you think, oh my God, the world's going to hell. I'm so confused. You'll get very inspired at seeing there's a lot of people who are coming to our movement for truth, freedom, and health. Please join us there. Thank you.